We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Well, hi, everyone. Hi, guys. Do you know what episode this is? It might be possibly Lucky 13. It's episode 13. Woohoo! Yay! Party! It's the lucky one. I can't believe how fast the past full episodes have flown by. I can't believe we're on episode 13. I feel like we just, like, got together on Skype and started talking about doing this show, like, yesterday. And before we say anything else, I think that we all want to say just that our listeners and our followers and everybody we interact with have made the past 13 weeks completely amazing. Yeah, I I don't even know how to explain, like, you guys have done a lot for us, and um, I don't want to get all choked up. <laughs> and we love We're you. Very emotional. We yeah, have very, a lot of feelings. We have a lot of feelings, as always. And just to introduce ourselves again, this is Ashley, Belle, Haley, and our first of many surprises this episode. We have a surprise new host. So everybody, you might remember Nate as our fan of the month from two episodes ago. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Nate. Welcome to the Hi. team. Thank you. We're really excited to have him and to sort of get the male perspective on the show. Exactly. exactly. I mean, I know you guys love, you know, us our, our all-girl chatter sessions, but we now have a guy to pick on. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm just really glad that I can kind of, like, introduce a little testosterone into the mix <laughs> with, uh, in being a switchcaster, so... Yay. Well, we're looking forward to it, and we have a lot of exciting stuff this episode. First of all, also, we want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to all our episodes and to all of our subscribers, and if you haven't subscribed to us already, you should. Uh, It's really easy. All you do is just hit the subscribe button on iTunes, and then every time that we release an episode, it will automatically download for you, and then the little dot will pop up to show you there's a new episode, so you can be one of the very first to hear it as soon as we post it on iTunes. Yeah, that way it just eliminates you having to, like, go to the page and download our episodes every time, because it'll just happen automatically for you, and you don't have to do anything. Yay. And we're thanking you a lot today. We also wanted to say thank you again for getting us onto the iTunes new and noteworthy list for podcasts. Um, We mentioned it last week. That was so exciting for us. And, you know, we put a lot of work and time into the show and to see it pay off and to be recognized like that. It was just amazing. Yeah, that meant a lot to us. And it's all because of you guys, like you guys listening and participating and like subscribing and leaving ratings and comments. So. Like, that is 100% you guys for getting us on that list, and that means a lot to us. And if you're one of our newer listeners who hasn't listened to all of our episodes yet, there's a few really cool ones that you want to backtrack and listen to that we were, were really excited about. And one of those was episode three. We talked to Kevin McGuire, as you may remember, who was the cancer patient that Taylor took to the ACM Awards. And he's now in full remission from cancer. Yay! So Whoa! we're really happy okay. about that. Congratulations. And that's really, really awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. We talked a lot on that episode about um, becoming a bone marrow donor and how you do that. It's really easy. It's free. And there's more information in that episode, but basically you just go to bethematch.org and that has all the information. So you should definitely consider doing that and you could save a life. And Kevin tells us all about his story and how that was for him on the episode. I just got my email last week saying I'm now officially on that list. So, Oh, yay. Pretty cool. Score. I sent mine in a while ago, but I don't think I've gotten an email yet. 
Yeah, is they said it takes a while for everything to get updated. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really easy to do. So that was episode three, and then on episode four, we had two girls named Michaela and Ava on the show who they had gotten club red in Omaha, so they told us all about what that was like. They were some of the very first people to get club red on the red tour, so definitely check that one out. And another cool episode is episode 10, um, a couple weeks ago, where Belle and I gave you the inside scoop on um, the CMT Awards and the CMA Fest and all about Taylor's performances and all the cool things that happened there, so definitely give that one a listen. And on the rest of the episodes, we may not have necessarily had guests, but we try and keep things new and exciting and have a different discussion topic um, every week, so if you haven't caught all our episodes, that would be a great time for you now to go and do that. In the spirit of listening to our old episodes, we wanted to um, address some feedback that we got from our last episode. And we know we touched on, like, a really big and kind of a controversial topic. And um, we just wanted to let you know that, like, we are listening to you guys and what you guys want to hear. And uh, we're just trying to kind of... We, we we tend to talk about things sometimes that definitely have uh, provoke a lot of emotional response in other people, as well as us, obviously. <laughs> Those are the topics that we're really passionate about. And... Um, we just wanted to say that actually means a lot to us when you guys tell us what you think and kind of share your opinions on those, those topics with us and everything. Because uh, I think like getting people talking about things is to us is important. I think sometimes it's like when people don't talk about things that kind of can create like a bigger problem. So um, I don't know. I think I, I was really kind of touched that you so many of you gave us feedback on our last episode and kind of told us your stories about what you went through or things that you've seen or things that you like are trying to do or, you know, positive ways that you're trying to like change certain things. And that's, I don't know, that means a lot to us. And I just wanted to kind of like reach out and say thank you for not only listening to us, but for also like kind of jumping into the conversation and providing your feedback and your feelings. Uh, one more awesome thing, another awesome surprise for episode 13, is that uh, we started sort of a new Twitter account. Um, if you guys have ever seen the TV show or seen the Twitter, uh, Beep My Dad Says... <laughs> You guys familiar with that? That's hilarious. Yes. Yeah, so we have, uh, basically it's beep Swifties, say. Word I don't want to say on the air, but um, we're just spelling it S-H-T, you know, eliminating that one letter that makes it a bad word. <laughs> Swifties say. And basically it's just funny retweets for you guys, you know, stuff that like, whatever, you know, funny things that people are just, you know, going on about Twitter, you know, whenever there was like a blasting trending topic and everyone's, you know, throwing their opinions on it. It's just, it's just something fun for you guys to like retweet. So, uh, yeah, definitely go follow S-H-T, Swifties Say, and uh, you have fun stuff to retweet. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with that so far. <laughs> yeah, I think we got some good ones on there so far. And let's move on now to talking about a few of the recent Red shows. Yay! Woo! <laughs> so, uh, Taylor had a show in Vancouver on the June 29th, and the wild card song was Long Live. And I know Emily was really mad because she really wants to hear that song in one of her shows. <laughs> that's like her favorite Taylor song ever. <laughs> she was she was very upset. She's uh, on family vacation right now, so that's why she's not joining us in this episode. And the next show that Taylor had was July 6th in Pittsburgh, and Ashley got to go to that show. It was a Yay. great show. I literally just got home like five minutes before we started recording this episode, so it was an exhausting trip, but it was a lot of fun, and I will be telling you guys more about that, spoiler alert, later in the episode, and some exciting things that I got to do, so stay tuned for that. Also, um, upcoming shows next week, there's one on July 13th in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, 
I think Emily's actually not going to be on the next episode as well because she's going to be gone on uh, out of town for that show. But the week after that, she'll come back and she'll tell, give us the inside scoop on that show. So, yay. Yay for us on Swiftcast all kind of going to all these different shows. So we have a lot to, you know, as many we can tell you about as possible from in person. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for... Keeping up with Swift. Woohoo! Woo! All right. So um, the first thing uh, we're talking about is the Teen Choice Awards. Um, those are coming up. Those are going to be... Um, on August 11th, uh, live on Fox, and uh, Taylor's nominated for all kinds of stuff for this. Um, she's nominated for uh, Choice Female Artist, um, Choice Country Artist, Choice Smile, um, and also Choice Country Song for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, Choice Single Female Artist for I Knew You Were Trouble, and Choice Breakup Song for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. And uh, we really encourage everyone to vote if you want to vote. Um, it, it says you have to be a teen. Uh, it says in the thing between 13 and 19. If you want, you can do it at teenchoiceawards.com. And um, you can vote once per day per category. So just be sure to do it as much as possible between now and uh, August 11th. So The next item is Billboard.com's Mid-Year Music Awards poll, which is pretty fun. There's a couple categories that Taylor is in. For favorite Billboard 200 number one album, Taylor Swift came in number one for Red at 25%. The best music video, she came in third, and that's with the Taylor Swift featuring Ed Sheeran's for Everything Has Changed. That was at 17%. Best tour, Taylor's number one for the Red Tour, 27%. I think we all agree that's the number one tour. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty dang sure. <laughs> no contest. <laughs> Uh, best TV performance, she came in second for the Billboard Music Award at 30. And most overrated artist is number two Ooh. at 24. Ooh. But I kind of don't like that Ooh. one. We should, be lower. we should make note that this is just basically polling fans. So take it with a yeah, grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one needs to be lower on the list. I don't like I feel yeah. like they should have had a category for a person who wore a sassiest t-shirt at an award show. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is a very much needed category. When I saw the TV performance, I was like, that was my favorite part of that performance was the shirt. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. So, speaking of all of these awesome categories that Taylor's been nominated for for songs on Red, the latest music video from Red just came out. Yay! Yay! Woohoo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, why is our really why, why is our male booing? He's just being controversial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. The red video came out um just a few days ago. I believe it was on July third that it ended up getting released. And as we I think had speculated beforehand, it was a tour video. So just featuring clips of the red tour i don't know even what to say about it other than it's just incredible i probably am gonna have a less popular opinion i still stand by what i said uh last episode and a few episodes before that whereas taylor could never do anything that would disappoint me i meant it then and i mean it now this video did not disappoint me however i do feel like um like, I feel like when she did the tour video for, like, Fearless, I feel like Fearless was a perfect song for a tour video. Like, the song itself fit being a tour video because it represented, like, her her breakthrough as a, as a headliner and everything. 
And like, I guess for me, like Red, like I love the song Red and I love the tour and I love all the clips and I love the video, but Red just seemed like a random song to fit a tour video too, to me. Like, I can see I think that. she did it just because it, that's because that's the title track and you know, I, I get it. I get it. Like I, it's the title track of her album. It's the, you know, the, the, t- the title of her, of her tour, but I feel like the song in itself didn't necessarily like the, the lyrics and like the, the whole tone of the song itself wasn't necessarily like representative of the tour it's just it, it just it was just picked because it was the headlining track and because it's the current single and because you know all those reasons so i just feel like it's it's not necessarily as representatively meaningful to me as like the fearless tour video was or even like i don't know i feel like you could kind of make the same arguments about the sparks fly video though oh that's what it was it was sparks fly no i actually i mean yeah that that, that is true and that is kind of the same argument I mean, the only thing that I would say that the only thing I would say about that one, though, is like, I feel like at least at least with the Sparks Fly video, there was like, I could sort of like tie the song into the tour because it's like she had, you know, done some growing up between like Fearless and Speak Now and kind of done some new things. I don't know. I mean, I'm not like I'm not I'm not criticizing the video or Taylor at all. Like, I love watching it. I love her tour. I love seeing clips of her tour and being like, oh, my God, I haven't been to a show since, you know, Newark and I miss it and blah, blah, blah. And then I've seen her live since then, but not the actual Red so- show. So I'm having like nostalgia moments and I liked watching the video. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like the song itself doesn't necessarily like correlate. I think it probably Makes just sense. came down to the fact that she wanted to release it as a single and there was just no time for her to make an actual video for it. Yeah, plus, plus again, it is the title track and everything, so I mean, I, I understand, like, the rationalization and making it a tour video. I just personally didn't feel as, like, affected by or connected to it as I have with other tour videos. It makes sense, though. I read somewhere um, that uh, they thought Taylor might have just made the video like that um, in order to help promote um, her tour for any international uh, shows that she has coming up, so oh, that also I can see makes it from, sense. like, a, a business standpoint. That, so. Yeah, that's actually a very valid point. Well, the one thing I was thinking about was that, like, I think the only thing that stayed the same from the Fearless to Speak Now to the Red Tour is the tradition of putting out a tour video. So on that note, I'm glad that she still put one out, and I hope she continues to do it one for every tour like that. Yeah, yeah. And I liked how this tour, like, some of the ones in the past you saw a lot of like the backstage i liked how it mostly stayed on stage and she, they found clips that fit you know the video well and portrayed the tour really well yeah that's true i mean they did pick you know some some of the best tour clips there were which just made me miss the tour a lot i was surprised all the clips were from dallas they didn't really use any other ones from uh, any of the other tours huh i didn't even know that they were all from dallas I would assume that when they put out the DVD, it'll be like a use different clips from different cities because the one thing I found really funny on the Speak Now tour DVD was that Taylor says hello Chicago on it. So I got really excited thinking it was the Chicago show. But then when she's doing her speech, like before, um, before she sings Story of Us, when she does that whole like intro speech, she says, thanks for spending your I forgot whatever night of the week she said it was, but that was not the night that show actually happened. <laughs> so they definitely <laughs> mixed and matched some things there. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hashtag things only true Swifties would catch up on. Or pick, or <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> like, things only true Swifties would pick up on. 
I just knew because it was my show. I think it was like, she said, thank you for spending your, I think she said, Friday night with me. And that show is definitely on a Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) On a Wednesday, on a Friday. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean. mixed up the clips again. I don't know why they chose to use the Dallas one, but it was a stadium. So it was probably a lot of good footage that they had. Well, anyways, if you guys have not checked out the tour video, go to Vivo. Check it out. It's awesome. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll be a Swifty. So, we are recording this episode on the 7th of July, which means the 4th of July was just a few days ago. And for those of you international people, the 4th of July is just America's birthday. So, anyways. Independence. That's an Independence Day. Independence Day, yeah. Let's not go into the feud about how that happened and the whole, like, I shall take no tea thing or whatever, you know. We're just gonna yes. smooth by that part and it's just, just, we became just go with our the fact person. that it's a fun celebration that involves fireworks and eating barbecue. And Taylor uh, yep. spent her 4th of July in um, Watch Hill and had a party at her house with a bunch of her uh, family members and band and dancers and everything. And she led us into this lovely experience by posting a new photo blog. Yay! <laughs> she hasn't done something like that in so long. I know, I missed it. And we missed it. it. I so missed it. Bad. And she posted a photo blog. And the first thing I'm going to say is this. Like, as a female... Okay, I, I am a huge Taylor fan. I am a huge Swifty. But when she posts gorgeous pictures of herself just hanging out, I feel like such a schlub. <laughs> right? <laughs> She's just casually like, oh, hanging out, and it looks like a looks cover flawless. shoot. Looks yeah. flawless. And I'm just like, uh, I'm going to go to my corner. Well, I don't know what photographer you're using, but when I have parties, the pictures don't come out like that. When I have parties, <laughs> I just, I look like I'm drunk even when I'm not, okay? <laughs> my problem is I have, I have problems that people take wanting their photos not taken and i'm like I'm like but take a picture with me please i'm pretty sure like, no. when taylor I'm asks like, you fine. to take a picture you take a picture yeah exactly when taylor swift wants you to take a picture you take a picture i was gonna say when taylor says jump you jump literally like that one photo that <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly exactly when taylor says one two three jump you jump on three Needless to say, she looks flawless in every single picture. It's just, it's, it's a terrible thing. I kind of want that bathing suit. I don't I mean, know I, how I feel about the high-waisted bikinis that she wears. I, I, I'm going to be honest, Look, I'm not I a was fan. talking about the top. I can never pull off a high-waisted bikini. I, I will be honest, I, I am not a fan. But here's the thing, is that Taylor has such a long torso that I can see where she can pull it off, but I would never, ever be able to wear something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so short-waisted that, like, yeah, No. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, that's just her thing lately, I guess. But she, I mean, she looked beautiful. And I was very happy that she, like, took the time to do that. Because I know how ridiculously busy she is. And, you know, she doesn't make the video logs like she used to. And I'm happy that she started the Vines. But, you know, we don't often get as much of a glimpse into her life as we used to. And that was something that she didn't have to do for us that she did. So that was really cool. And there's definitely some funny pictures in there as well, as like her and Caitlin and then her dancer Scott all like passed out on each other on the couch. They're just like, there's some really funny pictures in there too, but. Oh, you said like just in the last episode, you said um, about painting her face too. And then here they were painting faces like right in the picture. Oh yeah, that's true. I did. I was like, nice call, Belle. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm uh, telepathic. Yay. No, guys, I, she probably listened to the show and we reminded her to That's paint her face and she painted probably. it, obviously. <laughs> probably. She's like, all right, let's see what these weirdos Wait, are talking about. Oh, I about. remember when I did that. We should do that again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. In other words, <laughs> hi, Taylor. 
<laughs> we hurt you. you. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah, so definitely um, just go to, it's at, I believe, taylorswift.com slash blog. Is that where you can find it at? And now the segment you've all been waiting for. Your mini segment. Woohoo! Hi, mini segment people. We get so many submissions throughout the course of the week, and if anybody has sent any in and we have not read them, we apologize, and we always try and read as many as we can every episode and try and do a good job of keeping track of all of them that we get throughout the week so we can organize them for recording, but... Yeah, plus we get them through, like, our different social networking sites, too, so... Yeah, if you've submitted any and we haven't read it, feel free to submit them again, and, you know, we'll... We'll definitely get to as many as we can every week. Nate, you want to kick us off? Yeah, great. All right. Um, our first submission comes from um, from Twitter, at Swifter underscore 13 underscore. She says, never getting Taylor's perfume because my parents are allergic. Hashtag Swifty problems. Aww. That's sad. That is sad. All you got to do, just go to the Red Show. Um, just grab a bunch of perfume samples and just like keep them hidden away from your parents and just kind of like bust them out when they're not around. And yep. just like good plan. That's all you got to do. Good plan <laughs> for sure. Hashtag Nate's advice. <laughs> yes. Our next one is from at it's rap David on Twitter. Forever jealous because of the relationship Taylor has with her backup dancers. Swifty problems. <laughs> I Especially love it. Scott. <laughs> Especially Scott. <laughs> Did you guys see he was, like, replying to people on Twitter the other day about his dancing? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Let's just say that him and Taylor got very close to each other on stage. <laughs> right? They were definitely having some fun with the performance. Our next submission is from Taylor Updates 12 on Twitter. It feels like the perfect night for watching the Speak Now Tour live DVD with the speakers. Yes. Oh, yes. That's the volume, I hope. I love blasting that in my car. It's amazing. Asha on Facebook says, it feels like the perfect night to fangirl. It's always the perfect night to fangirl. Every day, all day. Right. Or fanboy. Or fanboy, yeah. Don't don't discriminate against the male Swifties here. (laughs) Do you use that as a verb in everyday conversation? I try to. I try to incorporate it when I can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I totally fanboyed the other day. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm a girl. <laughs> I'm fanboying right now. It just doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next one comes from at uh, Swifty448. Not being able to decide on just one outfit for a Taylor concert. Hashtag Swifty problems. Yeah, that's always a problem. I have more red outfits in my closet right now than shows I have tickets to. <laughs> It's really a problem, because I know I'm not going to end up wearing them all. Yeah. My problem at the moment is dressing my daughter for the Wichita show, and I already have her outfit, then my then, then I figure out more that I could do, and then I don't can't put, them, put her in everything. She's going to be so cute. She's going to be adorable. I'll have photos. Don't worry. You'll, see, you'll finally see my daughter. Our next one comes from at DustOnMyBoots13 on Twitter. Dancing like crazy at a concert, but then realizing that you can't take pictures and dance at the same time. Swifty problems. I've noticed that for this concert, I've kind of foregone pictures for for the dancing on this tour. Yeah. I think I took a lot of pictures during the Speak Now tour, but on this this tour, I just can't stop fangirling and going crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, I took, Sorry. Over, <laughs> I took over 700 in Omaha, and then in Denver, I took like three. I have that problem with my videos. Like, I'll be bouncing down, up and down at the show, and my videos are just terrible. I, can't, I just can't stop. The only videos I will take are the B stage songs, and even that's hard because I want to like scream at the top of my lungs, so then I want to take a good video at the same time, so I have to like silently mouth the words. I took a really, really great video of Last Kiss, um, Last Tour, but you can hear me crying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, our next one comes from 13 underscore Swift fan underscore 13 on Twitter. It feels like the perfect night to listen to all the depressing songs on Red because it's raining outside. Perfect setting. Aww. That's like inviting a cry fest. All right. Our next one comes from uh, at Sandra Swift 1323. Feeling bad when you skip a Taylor song in your iPod. Swifty problems. We can't be friends. I can relate. Mm. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to skip, but it all depends on who I'm with because not all my friends are fans of Taylor and then it depends on the song. I believe when we had our eight hour drive from um, Omaha, or Denver to Omaha, Haley, we just it was all Taylor all the time for like eight hours. Pretty much. I had so many songs that I pretty much was Taylor the entire way. Yeah. That was fun. Let's do that again. Well, now that our mini-segments are over, we have another awesome surprise for you guys for our 13th episode, and the surprise is brought to you by Ashley. (laughs) And we kind of gave it away last week because we wanted to get people excited, but last night I went to the Pittsburgh Red Show, and thanks to the Keds contest, I was able to go on a backstage tour, and the tour was led by none other than Andrea Swift. So that was really, really cool getting to meet her. And she literally took us through the whole backstage and showed us a lot of really cool things. So I have a lot to talk about with that. What did you, ex- like, did you have any idea what to expect when you got there? The only thing that I really expected was that it was going to be led by Andrea because I had a friend who got to do it in another city. And that um, I knew that they showed you the club red room. That was all that I knew that was going to happen. Everything else, I had no idea. So where did you start off on the tour? So our seats were on the field, which it's good that they coordinated it that way because the meeting spot was on the field. And in stadiums, you can't even get down to the floor level unless you have tickets for the floor. So... We went over there and we were waiting in line and we were waiting in the same spot as all the people that were going into the meet and greet to meet Taylor. So we were really sad (laughs) and we were seeing all the people like go in and then come back out like freaking out because they had just met her and we were waiting and it ended up starting a little bit later than it was supposed to. But finally, there were only four of us in our group. It was me and my friend who I took as my plus one, and then two other girls who also had won the passes. So they took us um, backstage, like, sort of in this, like, underground hallway. We really had no idea where we were going, of course. And then they led us straight into the Club Red room. So that was really cool because, as I've never met Taylor, that was somewhere that I didn't really ever think I'd get to see. And it's sort of like, you know... You hear about it and you see pictures, but you just can't imagine what it's actually like. And it was, I mean, it was really nice. We were only in there for about a minute. It was very small. 
I feel like it probably varies just based on the venue and how much space they have. But it was very small and it was basically exactly what you see in the pictures, but it was really cool to be in there. When they brought us in, Andrea was in there. She was talking to um, a group of people that I think worked for various radio stations who were also going to be joining us on the tour. And then as soon as we came in, she was like, oh, you must be the kids winners. And she ran over and hugged us. So that was really nice. And then we all got in a group to, and she, you know, gave us a little intro spiel and then started taking us through the tour. Well, that's nice. Um, Did you meet anybody else like from Taylor's team? No, we saw a couple of people running around. Um, I saw Grant really, really briefly, but right before we went into the backstage area, he was coming out in his running clothes, of course, to go for his <laughs> pre-show jog. Did he have any complaints? No, I don't think so. I think he saved his complaints for Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Grant, I was like, do you remember me from, and then I like named like all the cities I've met him, and he was like, yeah, of course, and I don't know if he really does, but he's always nice. And I was like, enjoy your jog, and he was like, thanks, I didn't want to ask him for a picture, because the last time I saw him at the Louisville Red Show, he was going for his jog, too, and I interrupted him that time, so I felt bad. Yeah. In my picture with him from last time, he literally has, like, jogging shorts and his running headband on. <laughs> Which looks great with his hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, saw him for a second, and I saw a couple dancers walking around, but we didn't really get to talk to them. So, the first place that they took us on the tour was the costume area, and as... I would have expected they had like you could see all of Taylor's different outfits they each were in their own little like closet area and there was like three or four of each outfit which makes sense because you know if there's a show the night before or if anything happens to any of them there has to be enough time to get them cleaned and everything and Andrea was saying how like each outfit has a number and they always line them up in a specific order so they can pack them up in that order and then lay them back out at the next show so it's very organized and then I was like... Did she say anything about the white shirts or anything? Well, after she showed us that, I said, are we allowed to ask questions? <laughs> she was like, of course. <laughs> so I was like, why did Taylor change her shirt from the beginning? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, the shirt that she wears in State of Grace, she changed it. And then she was like, oh, you're right. Wow, you're really observant. <laughs> I was like, so apparently she didn't know about, it. about this shirt. We all want to know why she changed it. And she was like, you know, I just think she felt like she's done this many shows in that shirt and it was time to change it up. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I just still find it so funny because she did say that was her favorite outfit. So yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I, mysteries. Mysteries. I don't know exactly what fabric both of them are made out of, but maybe the one now is just like, a, it's just cooler than the other one for the summer. Okay, so after we saw the costume area, she led us into sort of like the part of the stage where you're, the part that's actually directly under the stage, which is where they keep all of the instruments and equipment. And the first thing she said was, it's very, very important that you do not touch any of these things with any part of your body. <laughs> and, she's okay. like, and, and she's like, and the reason is because when you come to see a Taylor show, you will never see lip syncing. You will never see auto-tuning. You will never see anything fake. Everything that you see is 100% a live show. And Taylor really feels it's important that when you're paying for a live show, 
you come to the show and you see completely live, you know, singing and instruments. So it's really important that all of the equipment and all the instruments are just kept in like perfect, perfect condition because even the slightest thing happening to any of them could throw off the show. Makes sense. Like when Ed and her weren't singing in sync (laughs) (laughs) because they couldn't hear each other. I think Ed does enough damage to his own guitars <laughs> that they probably right? aren't even worried about other people damaging it that he does enough himself. Yeah. And plus they have, plus you have people like Grand too. I'm sure like I'm sure that if you touched any of his guitars with your pinky, the tip of your pinky finger, he would know. Oh, I'm sure he would. And so we saw that and we saw all of Taylor's guitars lined up, which is like the coolest thing ever. And then we saw the piano that she plays during All Too Well, the red piano. And Andrea was like, I try not to give spoilers away on this tour, but you're coming to the red tour, so you probably expected there would be a red piano at some point. (laughs) And then she was explaining how they put the piano up on, like, a certain kind of elevator to move it to the part of the stage for for when she needs to play it. And, yeah, so that was really cool. Um... Oh, and so when she was showing us the instruments, she was sort of talking about, like, the whole tour planning and rehearsal process. So she said that before there were any actual arena rehearsals and before there were even band rehearsals, there were Taylor and her planning team spent six months just mapping out the entire show and deciding what songs they were going to do in what order and with what type of set and designing the set. and literally took six full months of planning wow wow so basically the whole length of the u.s tour is how long they spent planning the tour that doesn't surprise me in any way shape or form though the tour is so no. incredibly yeah theatrical and intricate yeah. that like you, you <laughs> there's no possible way that you could sit down in like a week and just sketch it out you know and Andrea was saying, she was like, Taylor is very, very into costumes and props, and I think (laughs) it all started when she was just a little kid, and all she wanted to do was be in children's theater. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor's... Little Taylor. Aw, little Taylor. So, yeah, they spent six months doing the planning, and then she said, after that, there were seven weeks of rehearsals with just Taylor and the band in the studio. And then after that, there was another six weeks where the whole crew and dancers and everybody were actually rehearsing in the arena itself. And she said for those six weeks, they did two full rehearsals of the tour every single day. Wow. I am exhausted Ooh, that's a lot of an audience energy. member seeing the show one time. I can't imagine performing the show twice a day for six weeks. That is a lot of energy. <laughs> Those dancers are seriously rock stars. Everybody that is on that stage is a rock star. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that everybody is just amazing at what they do, and it's an amazing tour. And, you know, I'm not getting paid to uh, pimp the tour, but I'm just telling you, as a Swifty, and as somebody who's seen, seen the show five times and counting so far, just this tour, go see it if you haven't. Really, it's it's not something that you will ever feel like you just wasted a night on. No, like, it's like going to not. like the most amazing play you've ever seen. It's not she is not sitting up there on stage singing a song. It's every single song is a huge production. And um, I had so much respect for everybody with how amazing they were last night because it was so 
hot out and you could see them sweating when they just kept going like troopers and especially for the dancers during um during love story when they have costumes that are definitely not very good for the heat they just like they didn't let anything affect them and they just kept going and they must have been dying so they all did an awesome job you could even see taylor sweating when they showed her on the big screen because it was just like it was over 80 degrees so that was the um, rehearsal and sort of planning stage that she was telling us about another really cool thing we got to see was the quick change area Uh, A lot of the times, as you probably know, Taylor changes outfits very quickly in between songs and the band and the dancers do too. So, like, there's probably about five or ten little quick change areas set up, like, directly under the stage. So, basically, as soon as they would go down, they would go into this little booth with, like, with curtains on it that already had their outfits hanging. And you could see them already hanging in there. I saw one of Caitlin's outfits. And they literally just... It's exactly what it sounds like. They've changed really quick, and then they run back up to the stage, so they don't have to go all the way back to their dressing room. Did you see any, like, sharp objects or anything that people could maybe, like, cut their knee on? <laughs> on <the way> to, uh... <laughs> no, I didn't see anything like that. Um, Andrea was telling us about how the quickest quick change that Taylor does is during Trouble, and she said, you have to look or you're going to miss it, and I, it is so quick. She said it's only a 4.5 second outfit change. They actually have it mapped. A 4.5 second outfit change. <laughs> that was what she said. How do you get? How do you change in 4.5 seconds? I don't know, but how does Taylor do anything? Uh, <laughs> She's magic. No, seriously. Like, I want to know how. I mean, even with a quick change, even with people helping you in and out of outfits, how can it before? I understand. I think you could probably pull it off in like 10 seconds. Like, if you have like three or four different people, like, stuffing you into an outfit really quick. I can see like 10 seconds maybe, but 4.5. Wow. I think she was talking about her on stage costume change during that song. Oh, 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 oh. From the white dress to the uh, black Yeah, outfit. yeah. Okay, okay. I thought you meant like a backstage thing, and I was like, what? No, but yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's just, that, that's because it's a tear off dress, really. So I think that yeah. makes a lot more sense. Okay. And then, well, from after, after she gets done with that part, then, she, well, I know some people don't want spoilers, so spoiler alert, you can pause or you can mute this for the next 30 seconds if you don't want to hear about her outfit. But then, after she's done with Trouble, then she puts on the longer skirt for All Too Well. So, I don't know which, I don't know exactly which part she was referring to, but yeah, Taylor's costume changes are pretty incredible. Very. And one of the last things that she showed us was um, what they call sort of like the video control center. And so there's a lot of different screens that you'll see in the arena. And depending on what song is going on, they project different images and color schemes onto them. So they have this little hub where all the computers and screens are set up. And they, of course, have people operating it throughout the show. And it's all pre-choreographed, but they still have to have people making sure that everything goes up at the right time. And randomly, like with, with all these video screens, on top of the one monitor, there was a gigantic stuffed tiger. Huh. So, yeah, I was kind of curious about that, but I didn't really say anything about it. You should ask Grant about it. Maybe he'll tweet about it. He would, he'd probably say that the tiger amputated Taylor's leg or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, so those were, the, like, pretty much the main things that she showed us, which were very, very cool. And um, it was just an amazing experience. I'm really, really glad that I had that opportunity after seeing the show so many times, getting to actually see what goes on behind the scenes is just something that I'll never forget. And 
Keds is really awesome. So if you don't like their Facebook page, you should go do that and enter their contest for whatever city you want to attend. And there's a chance that you can win and get to do the same thing because I believe they do do it in every city. Oh, that is really awesome though. I'm pretty jealous of that. And this I had this I never knew at all. Um, apparently, according to Andrea, at every show, the entire front row is reserved for members of the military and, like, firefighters and things like that. Oh, cool. And, like, their families. Oh. So I, th- I think that they probably, like, you know, invite a bunch of those people and then if the seats don't all get filled, like, sometimes they'll upgrade fans into those seats, too, but Taylor wants to always have those open just to invite those people as a way to say thank you. And she even, at the show last night, was talking about her 4th of July and gave a special shout-out again to the military, saying thank you so much for everything that you do. So she really does care about people so much. Yeah, she does. So it was an amazing experience, and um, my friend and I got to take a photo with Andrea, which was nice. And I'm just really glad I got to go to the show. It was my sixth time seeing the Red Tour, but it was like a completely different experience. and. It was just a lot of fun. That's super exciting. I'm so glad you got to do that. I wish everybody could do it. It was so cool. I'm really jealous. That sounds awesome. Like, really. <laughs> it was funny because, like, as I said earlier, my friends and I, or my friend and I, were really the only fans of Taylor that were on the tour. The rest of the people were all just radio people. So we're, like, completely flipping out <laughs> over everything. And they're just, like, calm and, like, what is wrong with you? Why are you flipping out over a piano? <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. It's all right. Don't feel bad. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed hearing all about that. And um, if you have any other questions about it, feel free to tweet it to our account and I'll respond and, and answer as many of them as I can. And so now moving on to another special thing for our 13th episode. Belle, do you want to introduce this part? Um. Yeah. You know, I think that we've all kind of told our stories over the last several episodes about like why we're Swifties and why we do this and you know why Taylor means a lot to us and you know we're just a handful of people out of literally thousands and literally millions of you know people out there that have like been inspired by Taylor and so you know we know we've kind of told our stories and talked about like our feelings and our opinions and everything a lot and so what we wanted to do for our 13th episode is kind of ask a handful of you guys to kind of share you know, your stories on, like, you know, why you became a Taylor fan and how Taylor's inspired you and everything. Because, you know, as we've said from day one, this is not just a show about Taylor, but it's, you know, we're kind of a show about Swifties. So, you know, we just thought it would be kind of fun to share some of you guys' stories and uh, get some more perspectives on, like, just the amazing ways that Taylor tends to inspire people and um, just the ways that she's changed people's lives. So our first person that we had um write to us there it's from forever enchanted 13 on taylor connect and she writes taylor 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 where do i begin when i see taylor perform accept an award or get interviewed on ellen it makes me think wow that's what i want to do she has inspired me to work hard on my singing so one day i just might be good enough she has stayed so grounded and professional throughout her career. The fact that she hasn't let the fame go to her head and doesn't do drugs or do things that will attract bad media is amazing. She's so strong and she deals with the pressures of fame so gracefully. I love her tweets about Meredith too. 
It goes to show that behind all the glittery dresses and red carpets, she's just a regular human being who loves her cat. That is just so awesome to me. I love how Taylor goes out of her way to be involved with her fans, to make them feel appreciated, noticed, and loved. How many artists do you see or hear about doing things like Club Red? Like none. She's just incredible. I really have no other way to put it. Our next one comes from 22 Swift Lover 13 on Taylor Connect, and they write, Taylor has inspired so much from the last time I found out about her until today. She makes me happy. She's the reason I never give up on life. She taught me so much, even though she doesn't know it. She helped me so much, and she makes me so happy when I'm sad. Her and her music comfort me when I feel alone and desperate. She taught me to never give up, and that there is no reason to be sad in life. I follow in her words because they mean everything to me. I love her, and I will love her till the end. She is one of my best friends because she is always there for me. If it wasn't for her, I don't know where I would be today. Taylor, I don't love you to the moon and back. I love you to the other side of the universe and back a billion times. And whatever happens, you will always be in my heart, forever and always. Aww, that's Aww. so nice. That's horrible. That was a nice one. Our next one is from the user Gnome Swifty on Taylor Connect. And she simply put it as, Taylor has inspired me in many ways, and the most recent one is to write songs. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm sure she would love to know that she inspires future songwriters. Absolutely. Our next submission is from Rebecca Ormisher on Twitter, and she says, Taylor has helped me so much. I'm only 14, and I haven't had experience with love and relationships yet, but she's been there for me through thick and thin, even though she doesn't know me. Her song, Mean, really helped me when a bully tried to be friends with me, but then decided to be a big bully instead. In the end, she doesn't have any friends now, and I'm in honors classes and have lots of friends. The song really helped me believe in myself and follow my dreams no matter what, and even though I haven't had love and relationships, it doesn't mean I don't love every single one of her songs. My parents got divorced, so being a teenager and growing up without a mom or mother figure, mother figure can be hard. But whenever my dad is at work and I'm home alone, Taylor's music gets me through everything, even if I can't relate personally to every song. She's such an inspiration, and I thank her from the bottom of my heart. I hope I can meet her someday and tell her how much she's changed my life for the better. We heart you. Our next person would like to be anonymous, and they wrote, I've been a fan of Taylor's since 2008 when I first heard Love Story, but I became a Swifty in 2010 after my Fearless concert. So I haven't been around since the beginning, but I've been here for a while. Taylor's breakup songs really helped me through a few relationships slash crushes. I had, but never been able to fully relate to a Taylor song 100% until a few weeks ago. There are a group of people in my class at school that are constantly spreading rumors about me. It's like every week something new or fake comes up about me and it's always bringing me down. All I can say is thank you, Taylor, for track six on Speak Now. The song Mean is the only thing keeping me going right now. I don't know where I'd be without it. I just want to tell you Swifties who may be listening that if anyone ever gives you a hard time and you've got nobody to help you, let Taylor help you. Go listen to Mean because it's the best pick-me-up. Listen to it in the morning when you're getting ready to face those bullies at school. Listen to it, listen to it during school if you're having a hard time coping. Listen to it after school to celebrate getting through the day. Taylor is the big sister I never had. I love her so much. All right. Our next one comes from Jail, J-A-E-L, um, via email. Um, and they say, Taylor is my inspiration, and she is the only person that could ever do that. I love her music. Also, she has inspired me to learn to play the guitar and try to write songs. Her songs are very, very beautiful, and I can see a lot of the significance of life in her songs. 
I love Taylor and I'm always going to love her. That's what Taylor did and will continue to do in my life. Our next one is from Tori via email. Taylor has inspired me so much. It was because of her that I started writing poems and songs. I hope to buy a Taylor guitar one day and learn how to play it. I was born with cerebral palsy and have now gone through about 10 surgeries since I was 5. I'm 19 now. And once Taylor came into the music industry, her music helped me through my recoveries each time. I watched her on TV if she was on when I was in the hospital. In middle school and high school, I got picked on because I was different. Taylor was the one friend that was there for me, and she inspired me to always be myself. I deal with depression and anxiety daily, but Taylor and her music give me strength when I'm feeling down. She makes me realize I'm not alone. Sometimes she is the only person that can make me happy. I plan on one of her albums or live DVDs, and I escape from the pain of reality for a while, and just watching her perform makes me smile. She's there for me when nobody else is. Taylor Swift is my everything. And the last one that we're going to read is from Swifty130 on Taylor Connect. Taylor, she inspires me to write songs. In fact, I started writing songs because of her, and I made an album and gave it to all of my family and friends. It included the first song I ever wrote called Lucky 13, which is almost a parody of Lucky You. It also has three covers of her songs as well. Um, That's all the stories that we're reading right now. And one thing I'm going to say is, like, a lot of people, you know, constantly, I'm sure as Swifties, you know this, pick on Taylor in the media for writing love songs. Um, if they could hear just a few of these stories about how her, you know, other songs that have nothing to do with relationships and love, like mean, have inspired people and helped them through tough times, like, I think they would just eat their words. Like, just reading, just listening to all these stories about you guys and, you know, the things that you're going through and the fact that, like, you know, there's this Taylor quote that's, um, I guess we can just sort of tie this quote into this discussion really quick is, you know, how I think we've discussed it before on an episode. People haven't always been there for me, but music always has. Well, in turn, she's become the, you know, her, not only her music, but her message has sort of become the thing that's there for people when nothing else is. And I, I think that that would just mean a lot to her to know that. I hope she like listens in on this podcast. Like, <laughs> just heard all those stories. Like. She would love to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I just, I feel like she should hear these stories because they're, you know, not only inspirational, but just really honest. And I think it's just really cool that people have been willing to share these stories and, yeah, that just right there to me, that just shows 100%, you know, why I'm a fan of hers, because it's not just about her music, it's her message. And it's just the fact that she has stood up for so many things that other people don't stand up for and has spoken about so many things that people are afraid to speak about. And that to me is why I respect her so much as a person. I think we all can agree with that. So I hope you guys, uh, I'm sure you guys all have other listeners have a bunch of other stories that, you know, you have and why you're Swifties and, you know, why you like Taylor enough to listen to her fans talk about her. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I I guess we just want to just, we just wanted to kind of take this episode, like I said, to highlight just, just how influential she is, you know, in so many different ways for so many people. And if that hasn't, if what we just read hasn't proven to you how amazing she is, then nothing will. So critics, you can go be mean and you can go sit alone in your bar watching a football game. (laughs) (laughs) And um, speaking of fans doing amazing things and being inspired by Taylor, we wanted to, um, for our fan project section, go back and highlight some of the past projects that have really been inspiring to us and that we've really loved. So just to remind you about them and sort of to like do a recap of everything we've gotten from 
the past 13 weeks. So the first one I wanted to quickly talk about was, again, my Dreaming in Red ticket giveaway project. I've been basically raising money and sending fans who can't afford to go to various Red shows. And now I've sent seven different people to shows who otherwise would never have been able to afford to see Taylor. And I've had some other amazing fans donate and contribute. Keds donated a pair of tickets. A lot of really cool things have happened as a result of other people being inspired by what I was doing and then helping in addition. And yesterday I got to meet up with one of our listeners at the Pittsburgh show and give a pair of tickets to her and her mom to go see the tour and they had an amazing time and it was really cool to meet one of you guys so that was really special um our next fan project uh talked about it on the show before it's the 13 can challenge um there's a fan that's trying to get as many swifties as possible to donate canned food to their local food bank um ultimately her goal is to get taylor's attention um possibly her public support for donating to food banks and uh you can check out the details she has all kinds of places you can check it out um you can go to facebook.com slash 13canchallenge. Um, you can go to twitter.com slash 13canchallenge. Or you can check out our website at www.13canchallenge.wix.com slash 13canchallenge. And the online food drive for this project is at www.yougivegoods.com slash the 13canchallenge. And the best thing you can do, even if you can't donate food or anything, is at least just pass it along um, on your social networking sites uh, to your friends, whoever. I mean, really, it's going to make a, a huge difference to, to somebody's life. So, And speaking of helping lives, we have the Swifty Helpline. And the purpose of the project is to provide a place where Swifties can turn to and have somebody talk to no matter what's going on in their life and not have anyone judge them. And Beth says, over the past couple of weeks on my timeline, I have seen so many inspirational stories about how Taylor saved people from ending it all. And I've also seen a lot of unhappy endings. So to maybe help people out who are thinking about ending it or harming themselves or any way or in any way about their life, and they can come to us for help. And you can reach them at Swifty Helpline or on Twitter or SwiftyHelpline at gmail.com. Uh, the next project that we wanted to mention is the Happy Birthday Taylor project. Uh, this project was kind of started by a fan, and it has to do with Taylor's show, upcoming show in Melbourne on December 14th, which is the day after her 24th birthday. So um, a couple of these Swifties that are planning on going to that concert are trying to get the entire stadium to sing Happy Birthday to her. And the stadium, the Twitter for that stadium is following their Twitter, so they're, like, aware of what they're trying to do, so hopefully that'll help. Um, at the start of the show, when she's uh, standing on stage looking at everyone, they kind of really, like, like right at the beginning of her show, they kind of want to kick this off. And, you know, obviously they need a lot of people to know about it or for it to happen. I mean, I don't know if they would do an announcement ahead of time or how they would, you know, how the stadium would coordinate that, but, um, you know, it's a huge stadium show and a bunch of Australians are going to be there, so... Um, definitely, if you have any Australian friends that are going to the show, please let them know about this. Uh, you can check out our website for more details on the project at swiftcast13.com on the Fan Projects tab. And you can, if you want, you can if you have any Australian friends, just send them there for the information. Um, yeah, that you know, I think that would mean a lot to Taylor. I mean, I, I, knowing how emotional she gets, if she walked out on stage the day after her birthday and, you know, what, 60,000 people started singing happy birthday to her, I think that that would mean a lot to her. I think she'd remember it for a long time. I think I so. hope somebody records it. Yeah, that would be amazing. 
Yeah, my friend Bianca, who was with me on the backstage tour yesterday, is actually one of the Australian Swifties who's um, running this. Oh. So she's excited. Is she going to record it? I will tell her, too. Good. (laughs) And our next project, which I think we mentioned for the first time last week, was Hearts Up for Ronan. Um, If you're not familiar with Ronan's story, he is a little boy who unfortunately passed away from cancer, who Taylor wrote the song Ronan about. And they basically want to honor him at the upcoming Gillette Stadium show. So what they want you to do is to go to Pegacorn. Sorry, I just lost my place. I hate when that happens. Where's their website link? They would like you to go to their Twitter, which is at Hearts for Ronan. And on their page, there will be a link where you can print out a paper heart. And then during the Gillette Stadium show, um, they want, during All Too Well, everybody to hold up their hearts for Ronan to honor his memory. And if you can't participate or you aren't going to that show, if you could spread the word, that would be awesome. And that way, Taylor can see that, um, you know, all of her fans are still keeping him in his thoughts. And it'll just be a really special moment so again their twitter is at hearts for ronan oh like i'm not gonna be at that show but i think that would be really special and i mean ronan obviously means a lot to taylor and so does his entire family she still you know keeps in very regular contact with his mother maya thompson and the, you know the ronan thompson foundation for raising money for cancer research and um yeah i just i, I could see that meaning a lot to her all right, so this one uh, that we have this week, um, it's kind of cool because uh, Bill's friend Phil actually submitted this, another guy, uh, Guy Swifty out there, another guy. Um, anyway, it's a great, uh, great word here we got. Well, it's a phrase, doing the swift. And the swift is a dance move that really just involves flailing all white girl style and getting down with good music, no matter where you are or who is around you. You're just enjoying yourself and you're not worrying about anything else. For example... Everyone was standing around talking about this great song that came on, so I started doing the Swift, and people were staring, but I didn't even care. I like it. So if you would like to get a hold of us or submit anything for our mini-segments or have opinions on anything or you just want to share your story about Taylor, there's a lot of ways you can get in touch with us. You can go to www.swiftcast13.com. We have a Twitter, and it's SwiftCast13. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash SwiftCast13. You can get us on Taylor Connect at taylorswift.com slash users slash SwiftCast13. We have a Tumblr, so swiftcast13.tumblr.com. We have our blog, which is swiftcast13.wordpress.com. And then you can email us at swiftcast13 at gmail.com. And something fun that I'm sure many of you are wondering about and looking forward to are current giveaways that are going on, which there are a few of them right now. There are. Um, Our first one is we have an iTunes giveaway happening right now, and uh, it's a package of red guitar picks and a red tour sticker. Uh, How to enter? It's really easy, actually. Um, If you just go to our iTunes page on, on your iTunes account, all you got to do is just rate us five stars and leave us a review. Just let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, any comments you want to leave, anything at all. Um, basically, we're going to keep running the contest until we get 50 reviews. Uh, ratings, they basically just like rank us higher on iTunes, and it makes it easier for other Swifties to find us if they're searching like Taylor Swift podcast or if they're searching a Taylor Swift song or something. It just makes it 
makes us a little more noticeable for other people to find us easier. So it's just helpful for us. And then it also, it's also helpful for us to like get your feedback and to like know what you like about the show and what you don't like about the show. If there's anything that you want us to include, if you have a great idea for the show, it's just, it's a great way for you to kind of let us know how we're doing too. So um, yeah, just uh, it's going to be open until we get 50 reviews. So if you haven't rated us and left us a review, it only takes like a minute or two, please. We'd appreciate it. And um, our next one is the monthly Twitter giveaway, which by the time you listen to this later this week, it will have started and will be running. So our, for our July Twitter giveaway, we're actually giving away a hard copy of the red single, which, as you may know, is limited edition and is already sold out on Taylor's website. So super cool item for all of our Swifties. So we're giving one away. And if you want to win, you have to go to our website, SwiftCast13.com. And we will have instructions there on how to enter. And there will be about a week, usually, yeah, a week for you to enter as many times as you want. But you need to go to our site to find out how to do it. Yeah, it's 13 under the fan giveaways tab. Yes. And then at the same time, keep an eye just on our Twitter page because we're um, periodically doing Taylor trivia contests where you can win various prizes from us, too. So those can really be at any time. So look out for those. All right, and our last one. Um, again, uh, we've been saying this. Just make sure you like us on Facebook, and when you do, you are just automatically entered uh, into any future Facebook contests that we may have. So you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash SwiftCast13. Well, we hope you enjoyed our super special episode 13. I know that I had a lot of fun with it. As always, we'd love to hear any of your feedback about the show, so feel free to send us your comments to any of our methods that we mentioned earlier. And for episode 13, this has been Ashley, Belle, Haley, and Nate. And we will see you guys back in a week. Yay! All right, have an love awesome you week, guys. you guys. Love, love, love. Later. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift. <laughs>